It's fun. Welcome to 104 Days, a Phineas and Ferb companion podcast. Hi, I'm Callie. And I'm her dad. And this is episode 15, Toy to the World. So what happened in this episode is Phineas and Ferb create a platypus toy, and they don't do much. Right, it's actually a Perry the Platypus in-action figure. I don't understand why people buy action figures. Is it for decoration? Is it because they play with them? We will never know. Okay, then. (laughs) I just thought I would throw that in there, because it doesn't do anything. Neither does action figures. Well, they're not that different from a doll. I can play with it. You can play with action figures. I can move with I can move the joints of the doll. Yeah, so action figures are just basically dolls for boys. And or girls. Girls typically play with dolls. Boys typically play with action figures. But the but either person could play with it. Yes, that is certainly true. That is true. Well, we have uh, an eight, a score of eight on the formula for this episode. We did have a song. Ferb had two lines. In fact, you could argue we had two songs. And the only thing that was missing was Isabella saying, what you doing? Because she got cut out. She wasn't in this episode. And they didn't say, oh, there you are, Perry, at the end. So they ask, are you a little too young to be a toy designer? And Venus is like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, that's true. And we had another occurrence of elevator music. If you listen... Both when Finn, uh, Ferb is making the Perry the Platypus thing and, and Phineas is in the foreground, you can hear just barely in the background like this. Doom, 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 doom. They're playing Gitchy Gitchy Goo. And then later on when they're walking through the, through the mall for their interview, again, you can hear Gitchy Gitchy Goo in the background. So they achieved their goal. So what um, Dr. Duvetsmertz does is he technically builds the Great Wall. Of the tri-state area. Now, uh, so I really like the Great Wall of China. That we, um, it's like a restaurant in our town. Um, I think it's just called the Great Wall. It is the best Chinese chicken. <laughs> so the songs, um, there's two of them. Um, Shimmy Jimmy and Brick. Shimmy Jimmy, right at the beginning. I really thought that was going to be my number one, but it wasn't. And now the dance that Shimmy Jimmy does where he turns his head to one side and off he puts his arms on the the other side and just moves his arms up and down. And then he switches and puts his... That's a very common dance that we will see on Phineas and Ferb. It's a common dance in um, some games that I play. Okay, if you say so. It is. There's like some... Stuff that's like, like, um, similar. You know when you forget a word, that's what just happened. And uh, you've already heard the other song, Brick. We played it at the top of the show. But then there was a third extended musical sequence that we're hearing for the first time, and we will hear a bunch more, which is what? The working song. What's the working song? Sit about da 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 I don't know how to say That one? Yes. And it's just like this really happy, peppy music that they play behind when, when the boys are making whatever they're making. A lot going forward. 
We do have a guest star in this episode. JB, the toy executive, is voiced by J.K. Simmons. I know him because... Well, you may not know him. I know him best as the guy that played J. Jonah Jameson in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. And any, yet, does any of that mean anything to you? No. No, probably not. I want to mention, too, because I, I haven't mentioned it before, even the I think it was the last episode that I mentioned about uh, who does the voices for Linda and some of the others. But I don't think I mentioned who does the voice for Baljeet. Now, Baljeet's not in this episode, but I'm thinking about it. And his name is, you'll have to excuse me, I'm sure I'm not going to pronounce it right, Malik Pancholi. But you may or may not know him. If you, I know him from 30 Rock. He is uh, Jack's assistant on 30 Rock. He does the voice for Baljeet. And Irving's played by... Well, uh, yeah, there's another 30 Rock reference, it's true. But Irving doesn't come along until much later. And do you remember the the laugh sound ha, that they ha, made? Ha, ha. Right, that's the one that. But how did it how did it sound on the commercial? Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. It was almost like that. Works. Well, no, it was actually it's Woody Woodpecker, very similar to Woody Woodpecker, who was a cartoon a woodpecker cartoon from like the 1940s i understand knowing animaniacs i don't understand (laughs) knowing that i'm just saying there's lots and lots of references built into this show another reference what is another reference that you did catch even though it is an old movie from like the 1970s where are the bedinkadinks and and what is the what are the bedinkadinks like uh little Little men in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, the Oompa Loompas. Oh, that's what they're called. My bad. Exactly. And in fact, in that sequence, uh, Phineas says, he sees a chocolate river. He says, huh? This is a toy factory. Why is there a chocolate river here? And the bedinkadinks And then, uh, right after they said they'd been, they'd been freed, they'd been buried for a long time, they're all very happy. And then my third Dead inside faces. My third favorite moment of the episode, they went on to say, "We will now lay waste to the surface dwellers." I don't know what that. Um, I thought it meant like they're going on land. No, it just means they're. It means they're going to go attack the people that live on land and destroy them. What was your number three, Kelly? My number three was the brick song at the beginning. I th- I had an idea that we should put it at the beginning. And we did. Yay me with my through ideas. The, through the magic of editing. Yes. But yes, it's a funny song. And uh, it was supposed to be my number one, but I changed it out, uh, with my actual number. That was my number three. The brick song reminded me very strongly of a Ren and Stimpy episode about log it's log it's log it's fun for a girl and a boy and i showed you that right didn't i um i forgot it it's similar similar in its uh high fun factor but i remember like me being like what is this show yeah ren and stimpy is very strange my second favorite moment of the show was when phineas and ferb were showing off their in-action figure, Perry the Platypus, and 
uh, JB, the toy executive, said that he, he loved it. He, he, wanted, he wanted to do it, and everybody else was supporting him. And then this one guy was like, you're all crazy. What are you talking about? And then JB pulls this lever. The guy falls down. And you heard like an alligator or a crocodile down there. I heard a trash bin. I don't know what you heard. And then another guy drops into his seat and says, I love it. What are we talking about? Um, hold on. Oh, man, I crossed that one out, man. That's okay. I talked about it. It worked out just fine. What was your second favorite, Callie? My second favorite was... Uh, how does my new suit look? Oh, yeah. How does everyone like my new suit? That uh, was my first favorite. <laughs> now, uh, of course, what is that a reference to? Kings, what's his face? Um, He got this new... Something, something, it, um, and it was invisible, and everyone was like, "Oh, it looks so great on you!" Yeah, the emperor's new clothes is what that's called. And when he asked that question, "How does everyone like my new suit?" and they're all saying, "Oh, it's great, it's great," Ferb said, "Um, that man isn't wearing any clothes." And that was only the first of his two lines in this episode well i mean he had to be wearing clothes or they wouldn't like or like well, the people wouldn't like allow that episode yes, but he didn't have a shirt on so that was my number one so what was your number one callie my number one was when Doc, um major monogram is telling um perry um his mission and he says animal drying convicts are escaping from the zoo um i started um I started to try to write that down, and I was like, Dad, go back, like, five, and then turn on the subtitles. Because I've noticed it before. I just never said anything. Yes. It's funny because he says everything is in chaos. And so that's an example of the chaos. These things were exactly backwards. (laughs) Well... I think we hit all the high points on this episode. I We got pretty far into the episode before I even took note of a, of a line that I thought was particularly funny. But uh, it was very good. That's a very good one. I liked it a lot. Toy to the world, which is a reference to what? Um, I don't know. Well, I assume it's joy to the world which is the Christmas song. This has nothing to do with Christmas, but that's it's got to be a play on that. That's all I can assume. But if you have a different idea, one thing you could do is send us an email. Where would you send that email address, Callie? Callieandherdad at gmail.com. That's exactly right. And uh, what do you think about that, Ferb? It does absolutely nothing. Well, that's not true. Don't, don't listen to him. It definitely that's, does something. That's not nice. That's not nice. No. Bad. Very bad. Yes. You done? Yes. Okay.